What's up, Wikimaniacs? Back on the cell phone again. You know the vibes. Fuck my laptop all day, every day. It's your boy, Sean, hosting another Monday episode. With me are my gracious co-hosts that never roast me or say mean things to me. John and Josh, say hi. Three seconds into episode, he drops an F-bomb already. Jeez. Did I? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Do I need to uh, retake it? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, do you have other co-hosts that you we don't know about that treat you with respect? <laughs> that treat me with respect? No, it's you guys. You guys are always oh, okay. the yeah, best yeah, to yeah. me, right? <laughs> you guys would never do anything to hurt our friendship. No, like no, roast no. me, right? Really? No, no yeah, you're right. We, I we love hate you, you guys. I hate you guys. <laughs> do you? No, I love you. I see you guys fucking three hours a week. Of course I love you guys. That's true. We chat every day. So. Say that, yeah. Josh. He says it easily now. Oh, you say it easily said, now. He said it first. He said it I before said it, I, I said, said it, say it first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, oops. Sorry. Yeah. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> he said it first today. The very first time we all exclaimed our love for each other. We had to, gotcha. we had to pull yeah. teeth out of Josh. But now mm. he's ready and willing to accept our love. Listen, I've been Emo- hurt before, so you got to make sure before you... <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally available king. You love to see it. Hell yeah. Well, what's up, Wikimaniacs? Newsflash. It's been almost one year of Reddit on Wiki. It's been yeah. a whole year since we've heard cookies. It's been a whole year since we blew up on TikTok that one time. It's been a whole year since all of that, that stuff. Yeah. That's not technically no. true, no, but it's been a year saying. of that. It's been a year of that. That's what I meant timeline is wrong it was contained <laughs> in that year i guess if that's what you're that's saying what, i take it back my hosts suck they know what i was trying to say right <laughs> kind of no, no. no you said it's been I'm a year it from it's been a year up. since uh <laughs> since the first time we put on the mics and set the stage for us to blow up that one hey, time on tiktok go. hey to talk about cookies and smut Guys, I'm, it's a year in and I still can't host any better. Could you believe it? Can you believe it? I can. I can. I really yeah. can as well. Yeah. I fucking hate this show, actually. Uh, but we're getting paid, so we got to keep going, right? Uh, so but you're actually obligated. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, I guess. Uh, but today, before we get into the housekeeping, house cleaning thing, you know. No one's cleaning the house, bro. No, no. Yeah, we're, we're doing Someone that. Someone should clean it. this house. It's true. The menu for today. Opie's husband says, my money is mine. Your money is yours. Is this this type of episode? Because he sounds like an asshole already. Uh, So technically, I didn't get this from Am I the Asshole? But I did get it from Best of Redditor Updates. And halfway through reading it, I realized it was from Am I the Asshole? You piece of shit. You're trying to cut me out. (laughs) Hey, give six stories. I get to do at least one. Do what I do, Sean. Just go to Am I Wrong? It's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. I think there's Am I the Butthole? (laughs) Wow. The PG version. (laughs) From r slash nice guys, I have do trees owe us oxygen? Kind of. Uh, (laughs) They're obligated to, I think. From Today I Fucked Up by Almost Fucking My Husband to Death. Okay. Um, I also have a listener submitted story. And then, uh, of course, it's a Monday and it wouldn't be complete without a This Day in History. So it would be complete because we did do it. (laughs) Your last one. We did do it. We did do it. My last one. (laughs) 
we did do it. Miles. Yeah. But was it really a completed episode? <laughs> no. So, you know, did it feel complete? Yeah. On Sean's last one, his laptop cut out as usual. You know, the, you know the vibe <laughs> <As> here. <usual. laughs> you know the vibes. And so uh, Sean kept reading, but wasn't recording the entire Today in History. And we didn't realize until I was editing it and it was way too late. Yeah. <laughs> so we really need you guys to get on the Patreon to fucking... <laughs> what uh, a segue. Yeah. We need to make sure I have enough money to uh, have a computer that can handle this 4K camera that Josh got me. Yeah. Which, which Josh didn't get me technically. You guys got That's true. Right? Sean's that, the only right? one that benefits so, from the Patreon. <laughs> What you mean? Y'all got manscaped stuff. That's true. Josh applied brick to his cavern. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, our Patreon, you can find that on uh, patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network. And while we're talking about the Patreon, what a better time to shout out our patrons for being amazing Wikimaniacs. We got, oh man, good problem to have. We have a lot. Uh, we, we have Vina, Aaron, Alex, Alexis, Blue Raina. Ciaran, Crystal, Kieran, Dan, Kieran, go back, Kieran, Kieran, yeah, Kieran, uh, Crystal, Dan, Diana, Dominique, Erica, Spooky Tales. Oh, what's up, Cultivate fam? Free gnomes, twenty twenty, Gabby, Uliana, Jasmine, Jed, Catherine, Katie, Marine, Mary Ann, Micah, Michelle, Mrs. Doolittle Crow. Nia, Phantom Fox, 98, Risa, Sarah P, Susan, Taru, Tiffany, Valentina, Chantel, Danielle, Diana, Drella, Lena, Lindsay, hey, and the Reptile Verse. Ooh. Wow. Fancy. Thank you guys for subscribing, supporting us. You guys have helped me get all this tech that I cannot use. Uh, and it's been it's been really fun giving content to you guys. And I think Josh put up a thing asking what other content you want. Oh, uh, so we, we've got Patreon goals. So we're closing in on 50 patrons, which is awesome. So crazy. once we hit 50, we're going to be doing a monthly giveaway to one patron each month of merch. So we do have new merch coming, which is exciting. So yeah, so we'll have merch to give away to our patrons once a month. And then $5 tier gets one entry, $10 tier, you get two entries. So I don't know if I explained that well, but that's how it's shaking out. And then we'll we'll, yeah. we'll add more goals as we go. We just wanted to focus on getting one out for us to reach before we added a bunch. And then John, you had something else about the Patreon. I forgot what you were going to say. Yeah. So something. one of our patrons is celebrating their birthday on August 2nd. I mean, this oh, episode yeah. comes out August 1st, oh. but Diana requested that we sing her happy birthday. So, so August 2nd, oh. you said? Her birthday is oh, August course. 2nd, correct. So you'll turn whatever age you're turning the same day as, as, as Reddit on Wiki turns one, because that's yes. our official uh, one year. Exactly. So boys, we got to sing our happy birthday. All right. Been waiting on this moment my whole life. <laughs> oh, here we go. I haven't sang so, for, for so long. Let's see how in sync we can get over a, a call. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. It's going to be bad. All right. Okay. All right. You started off, John. All right. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, birthday to you. Why are you going so slow? Happy birthday. Yeah, why are you going so slow? Let's do this normal. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, 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 dear Diana. 
some auto tune. Yeah, good on luck that. editing. Yeah, that. good luck editing that. But happy, good happy luck birthday, that. Diana. I hope you have the most amazing birthday. And we have matching birthdays now. And thank you for being such an awesome patron. Hope you like the video. And I and, apologize uh, for that singing. Yes, we are brutal. <laughs> also, yeah, if you're a $10 patron, you are allowed a cameo thing from us once a month yeah. if you want it. Let that. us know what you want. So, yeah, it. Uh, I don't know if it'll always be on the podcast because of how awful that just went, yeah. but you'll definitely get a cameo video from the three of us. We'll record it and give it to you privately. Yeah, just let you us can do know. what you want with it. You're paying $10 a month is the least we could do. Absolutely. Now, if you want Bunyan videos, uh, that's going to cost you more. That's not free with the $10. Yeah, no, that is that is free, actually. Uh, I'll send you Sean's for free. No problem. You think Josh and John are getting this? Hell no. <laughs> Unless they're paid for the OnlyFans that I don't know about. But no, this ain't, this ain't $10 Bunyan's. And before we start with the stories, one last thing. I wanted to read some of my favorite YouTube comments. So there's going to be about okay, you. So then, I huh? went back. I went back a little bit and I realized Josh isn't telling you guys the 100% truth. I do have stands, oh. guys. Oh. And you're going to hear from all of them. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Here we go. From Vladimir Kane. A lot of them are Sean and John combo compliments. Oh, uh, Filipino, because Josh is always getting objective. Objectified. Objectified. So. Objectified. <laughs> so they felt the need to put us together. And that's fine. That's uh, fine. Vladimir Kane, Sean and John are extremely handsome. Thank you, Vladimir. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. appreciate that. Alana, can I objectify Sean's micro D? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can. I don't know he if that's a see stand. <laughs> Chloe, Sean's voice was really made for narrating. Ooh. I would listen to any book he'd read me. First compliment I've ever had on my voice. It's usually Josh or John with the voice compliments. So, but does I he read? It. That's the but question. But do I read? I read fucking every week when I have to read these shits. Uh, like literature. Every other week. <laughs> I read every other week. Yeah. That's good enough. That's good enough. <laughs> All right. Sarah, just popping in to objectify Sean and John. <laughs> Y'all could totally get it as Captain Philippines and Boy Pinoy. Ooh, who's who? Who's I, who? I got dibs on Boy Pinoy. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah good. You're the size of a boy. <laughs> mm. It is. It do be facts. Right. <laughs> Shut up, Micro D. <laughs> uh, that's my new nickname, baby. Micro <laughs> D. Check out my OnlyFans to find out. Uh, shout out. <laughs> Sarah, who wrote, Sean, your luscious hair reminds me of a Pantene shampoo before and after, Ooh. but your hair shows up in the after section. Wait, hold on. Is there a Love way we could that. do where like you like wave your hair around and then Josh could like edit it in slow motion? We just want to no. see that. Not with this camera. No, absolutely not. <laughs> also, I think Josh refuses to spend more time looking at my face than he has to. It's like 1 a.m. I'm like, uh, I'm tired of this. <laughs> shout out Kylie. Sean is in his Prince hair era. Oh, Thank Ooh. you. Melissa Lee Lum. Nailed it. I asked my husband to objectify you guys, <laughs> and he said Sean's hair would get him at least a first date. Wow. Nice. Love to see that. And then we're getting to the top three of my favorite comments yep. of all time. So fuck Ooh. the other we ones. Got, uh, <laughs> yeah. The other ones, the other ones got mentioned. So they're in my top, but you're not top three, guys. Here right. we go. Going for bronze here. We got I listened to you on Spotify, but came here to objectify John and Sean. I love your beautiful smiles and kind eyes. A hundred percent would sit on both your faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that would have been number one, but you mentioned John. If it was just my oh, face getting sad. 
Hey, this is our, these are my favorite comments. <laughs> All right. Comment number two, the silver medal from Viridiana. May we please take a minute to appreciate Sean's gorgeous, perfect lips and amazing smile. The only genuine comment I think I've ever gotten, and I truly appreciate it. But still, number one goes to, you guys corrected me on their name, and I already forgot how to pronounce it because I am dumb. Kieran? But Kieran? Yeah. Kieran. Kieran, with my favorite comment of all time. Everybody Venmo Sean. <laughs> Love to see it. Can't say it better myself. Wow. All right, but. We're here to listen to some Reddit stories. Yes. True. My money is mine. Your money is ours. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've yeah, got to go with asshole. We'll see. All right. So my husband and I had triplets, all boys, about two years after we got married. They had some serious health issues. And because of that, my husband wanted me to quit my job and take care of our boys and our home. Since it was cheaper than paying for a specialized childcare, I agreed. Our family lives in a row of townhomes that were owned by our landlord at the time. I was offered a job cleaning townhomes when a tenant moved out by our landlord. I asked my husband about it. He said he didn't care, but he didn't want it to interfere with my responsibilities at home. We also agreed that the money would be mine since it's a second job. We did this for three years and it grew into where I cleaned other places for my landlord and I just put all that money into savings. My father-in-law died in June of 2019 and when my husband received a check from his mom, I asked my husband about it. He got angry and said that it was his money and any future inheritance would not be a part of our family budget. My husband ended up going on several trips with his brothers with that money and I was okay with it. Although I was hurt that he got angry when I asked about it. Yeah, that's not okay. Like, it's one thing to discuss finances. You don't have to make it an argument. Yeah. October 2021, my grandfather died. I am the only grandchild. My parents make good money, so his estate was left to me. I just transferred the money and rented out the farmland around his home. I did decide to keep his home since it's close to my parents' home, and I live four hours away from them. I didn't talk to my husband about it since... It was, quote, my inheritance. Yeah. In January of this year, my landlord came to me and let me know that he was selling the townhomes that I live in. With cost rising around us, I was worried it would cause a major impact on our family budget. Things worked out to where I was able to use my inheritance combined with what I had saved from working to buy the building. My husband came to me and told me that he wants me to deposit part of the rental income from the other townhomes into the family account, allowing more spending money for fun. Nope. I reminded him of our agreements along with the fact that we no longer have a rent payment. We ended up in a fight. He is saying that I'm being the asshole for not sharing the money that's coming in. So am I the asshole? Fuck what no. the fuck? No. Your stupid ass husband is, oh my God. To, to start this off, this is a super unhealthy way to go about finances, finances with your partner. I mean, I get you can have your own savings, your own investments, whatever you want to do. You can have that, but usually you share like a portion of it to pay for living, bills, food, any trips you want to go on together. Like there's there's usually like a point where you start to share money. And so to for him to be like, no, we never share. My money's mine. Your money's yours is a weird way to go about it. 
not saying that it's always the wrong way, I guess. Like if someone has a history of gambling or something like that, maybe that makes sense to have that kind of rule. You know what I yeah. mean? But this is a very weird situation and, and you're definitely not the asshole for standing up to him and keeping your own money after he Me set up. the rule. And this is, I think it's very unfair for the husband to like what you guys are saying, to set that rule and not follow up with it or like applying it the same way and learning stuff from therapy. Like, uh, I believe this guy has like an all or nothing type of Ooh, thinking. You know wow, what I'm saying it's words. like never, like we never share or like, oh, you have to give me like yeah. your share and shit like that. Like it's unfair for the wife when it's like the husband is the one that set the rules, start taking all like these trips because quote unquote, it's not her money. Mm-hmm. Like why can't, why can't the same rules be applied? Like that's, I think that's totally unfair and such a dickish move for the husband to do. Plus like you own the building and you saved up for that. Like he could have done the exact same thing with his inheritance and bought a property where he, if he wanted to mm-hmm. rent it out just because you were smarter with your money and now that you have an investment that makes you money. Yeah. He can't just now expect mm-hmm. you to give him that money. Yeah. I don't, it is and wild. Any, <laughs> and if anything, isn't she technically helping more because now I don't know if I heard that right, but didn't they mention that because she bought the property now they don't have to worry about paying rent. Yeah. Is that, is that what was said? Uh, so if she's probably anything, paying mortgages probably, but like, yeah, you pay the mortgage. The OP removed an expense from the husband's responsibility by, you know, getting rid of rent. Or or paying less because usually less, a, mortgage, yes. a mortgage is usually yeah. less mortgage than is rent. Cheaper right, but than- you're like paying yourself over time as opposed to like yes. your rent yep. just mm-hmm. dissipating into a landlord's, which then, you know, they became the landlords pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Landlords Such, suck in their own right, but um, I, I, I don't know. The, it's just an unfair situation for the husband to put the wife in. Like, why are yeah. you going to do that? Yeah, you can't be mad at. Yeah, like you guys said, you can't be mad at your wife for choosing to invest with her inheritance rather than to go yeah. on trips. Nothing against trips. If that's what you and your brothers needed to get over that incident, you know, that's how you grieved, mm-hmm. you know. But you can't expect to take. Your wife's you money. Be fair. Whenever you already agreed, you already set yeah. the precedent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no going back after that. Or at least you shouldn't expect it without having like a talk about it. Well, least. exactly. And like my biggest thing is it seems he's just like, oh, you now have money. I want it. But when he had money and she wanted to split it for family expenses, he was like, nah. No, like, it's okay. my money. So it's very clearly that as soon as she has money that you want, it's now the other way around. And it's very yeah. fucking weird. Updates if you guys would like. Ooh, spicy. Oh. Let's do this. So these are relevant comments from uh, the person who put this all together. They wrote, someone asked if OP's husband used all the inheritance on trips or if he used some on the family and if he had contributed to fund money for the family. That's a good question. She wrote, when my father-in-law passed away, I was driving a compact car, one that I owned before we got married. Fitting the kids' car seats in the back seat was very difficult. When I saw his mom give him the money, I asked about it. All of the money he received was spent on trips with his siblings. None of it went towards our family, and he burned through it very fast. He was gone a lot, leaving me alone for days. I think he needed a break from everything. Having the triplets, we had to make hardcore decisions. Before he received this money, we both made major sacrifices, cutting all of our hobbies, cutting trips, cutting our cable, and so on. We went- Oh, Jesus, yeah. Like there's a point where I get grieving and you need time to grieve your father because it is his father, right? That passed away. So I understand if he had taken some time, 
you know, clear his head or whatever, but to spend all the money and go on multiple trips and be gone for weeks on end, like that is fucking shitty. Holy. Especially when the Damn. family is like struggle bus. Yeah. Know. As someone who just recently lost his dad, yeah. you still got to come back to reality that you have some responsibilities. Yeah. Like I get the whole grieving process. I completely understand that. But you have to take into account that there's also four lives in the in your household that's yep. essentially relying on you. You know, like you also have to give them an opportunity to live. And if you had to compromise so much on your life already and for you to get some sort of relief, inheritance or a relief from even though a tragedy just happened, you got to make some conscious decisions to like what's more important, you know, like mm-hmm. and I think the guy just didn't make the best decision for his family. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you nailed it, John. You've got to realize that you can't be selfish when you have a family. Um, Single, fine. That's fine if you're single. But if you have triplets and a wife at home, that's... Did they say like the wife was relying on them for bills? Because she's... Yeah, her only job at that point, I think, was... Was the cleaning, right? Was cleaning. Okay, yeah. So husband, you're a dick. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Sorry, Sean, we cut you off there to go. Oh, on no, to yeah, you. sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> I think it needed to be said. Oh, for sure. She said, we just went bare basics trying to just cover the kid's medical expenses. He struggled with cutting back so much, and I st- struggled worrying about how to come up with all the copays for our kid's medical expenses. I wanted to have the money in savings for the peace of mind. Even though I could have had fun with the money I earned, I didn't. I wanted that safety net. When asked if OP's husband had even thought about caregiver burnout, She said, I don't think he has even considered caregiver burnout. In our state, it's a requirement to have so many hours of respite care. We didn't have a choice. My aunt took the classes and she is certified for their care. Mostly when I go grocery shopping or do some things I have to do, I'm only gone for an hour or two, a couple of times a week. You might think that this is enough of a break for me, but I did make a decision a little bit ago after crying on the phone with my mom that I have never left my boys. I spoke to my aunt and asked if she could watch the boys while hubby is at work for a couple of days next week. She said, yes, I'm going to go on a solo trip, leaving Friday when my hubby comes home, coming back Tuesday night. I want to go skiing as I hadn't been since before I had the triplets. I found a big, beautiful cabin next to a spa, and I had even ordered some silk PJs on Amazon. I can't even remember the last time I bought clothes for me. I told my aunt the husband can watch the kids during the weekend after work, giving them all some bonding time while giving me some downtime. She said she will be on standby if he calls her for help. And then she even finished with, I'm sure he will need it. And then (laughs) here is the update. Okay, just before we we move off of that. um, Yeah, he's an asshole for leaving you to take care of your kids. Mm -hmm. Like she said, she hadn't left in years or something like that. Like that's... Yeah, it's just gone only for like hours at the most. That's nuts. That's crazy. I mean, I get like taking care of your kids and wanting to be there, but you need a break every once in a while from from that because that is stressful if you're... I mean, like Sienna takes care of kids as a teacher and and, like that's stressful for six to eight hours. I could only imagine 24 or 7 Did they say the the triplets had medical needs too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why they're struggling financially is because they're paying the co-pays. That just amplifies the stress too. Yeah. You're always on like mommy mode, like a hundred percent of your day, constantly caring. And it's not even just one. I bet you one kid is a struggle already, not let alone like triple four. You got another kid, a fucking husband. husband. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. He's an asshole. I'm done. He's out. <laughs> I don't care what the update says. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Update number one. My husband and I had a long talk when he came home. He knows I'm leaving on a trip and asked to go. I told him no and that I needed the time. <laughs> I showed him the comments on this thread. He said he would do whatever I wanted. He volunteered to sign a postnuptial before I even asked him. He just doesn't want a divorce. He was shocked by how many people recommended that here. Of course. I mean, he's being a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I, I also think it's like a go-to for Reddit. Divorce. I mean, we say it too. We're guilty. And it's tough because you only see like a, a hyper-focused version of who that person is. But yeah, you don't get the full context. But Still, yeah, it sounds like he's turning it around here. Yeah. He said, my best friend's husband is a lawyer and he said he could drop the paperwork tonight and we will sign tomorrow. I will update you after my trip on how it all goes. I also decided that once he signs the prenup on my inheritance, then I will ask him about putting my work income into our family budget. He can help whenever he is off of work with the house and kids as a possible compromise, allowing him to have some spending money and also have time to give me a break. All right, here we go. The last update. I had a blast on my trip. and. My husband was pushed into the deep end of parenting. Three active babies combined with medical care. He was way over his head. When I came home, his mom, my aunt, and my husband were all there. Usually, his mom complains all the time about the foods that I give the boys and the kind of clothes that I give them to wear. My mother-in-law decided while I was gone that she was going to do things the right way. And there was a lot I came home to, but I will just share one thing about each of the boys. Baby number one is type one diabetic. I have to be very careful with his diet. I even went to a nutritionalist and together we set a meal plan for him, AKA the foods my mother-in-law complains about. My husband and mother-in-law had a hard time keeping his blood sugars in check. When I got home, my mother-in-law was on the verge of tears because she had kept trying to poke him. Now, baby one starts crying anytime she comes near him. Baby number two wears hearing aids. They cost $5,000 and need to be changed every six months as he grows. The other two babies are fascinated by them. And now one is missing. What? Baby number three. There's four? Yeah. Huh? No, no, no. One of... One of the hearing aids is missing. Oh, I thought we said one oh. of the babies was missing. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just like, like what? shit. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was, yeah, she could have worded that better, maybe. <laughs> I was like, where did this fourth baby come from? <laughs> and why is it missing? <laughs> baby number three has heart problems. My husband said every Jeez. time he went to lay him down, the oxygen monitor would go off. The husband didn't figure out that baby number three hates anything on his face. So you have to rock him to sleep first and then carefully put the oxygen on his nose. Oh. My aunt said that my husband called her on the first night around midnight. His mom was already there. (laughs) When I came home, both my husband and his mom apologized to me for everything. The past couple of days, I've spent doing laundry and getting things back in order, but I've had a really good time. Thank you guys for all of your advice. Can I say first off, it is wild that it took him this long to realize how much work taking care of those three kids are like just crazy that he hadn't contributed at all to realize, oh yeah, this is what my kids need. Like Mm -hmm. just the bare minimum, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. And that's a lot of pressure to be on you for this long uh, watching these babies. So nonstop pressure, one or two hours a day, a couple days a week. Yeah, I'm glad they finally realize the stress and and pain you've been going through. And hopefully that they become, well, your husband becomes a better parent and your mother-in-law becomes less of a controlling 
trying to say it nicely. <laughs> Controlling just, no, person. Less judgmental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think I know where you're coming from with that, Josh. I think like at the end of the day, I feel like there's a, a newfound appreciation for everything that the mom is doing. Cause yeah, which is the first step. The second well, exactly. step is actually contributing good, and helping. Exactly. And, yeah. and I mean, of course, like initially the, the husband sounds very dickish about it. Uh, the mother-in-law as well. But it warms my heart that people heed the advice that people gave them and like actually, hopefully try to become a better dad, a better person. And yeah. you know, I, I, I wish them the best because just hearing the situation that those kids are in, like they That's need tough. special parents to be able to like handle all that stress because yeah, yeah. That life is tough for those kids and hopefully the parents like can are up to that challenge, easier. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just one last thing. Props to your sister for helping so much. Like she's a or aunt, whatever it aunt. was. It was aunt. aunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, w- I wasn't sure if it was the kid's aunt or her aunt. But yeah, she's a badass for helping you out so much. Absolutely. And seems to be like the second most caring. Yeah, she got certified just to take care. Yeah. And, you know, help give breaks for when she grocery shops. Yeah, which is awesome. And and she sounds like a, an awesome family member to have. And hopefully in the future, she doesn't have to help out as much, but maybe she can give you and your husband a break to go on a trip together someday. Yeah, mm. that'd be great. All right. So I think we're all confirmed, even though this isn't an am I the asshole. He was an asshole. He was. Yeah. But we're hoping the, that- The asshole's closing. He's, he's redeeming much. himself. Yeah. yeah. The shit's almost out. Right. I don't know if that, that makes that, sense. Is that a good metaphor? I don't know. All right. So coming in from nice guys, I always do kind of a long, well, I, I don't always, but the last two weeks I've done a long one. So to combat that, I've done a, a very short one to follow. Uh, nice. This one is from r slash nice guys. Do trees owe us oxygen? So Wikimaniacs, if you don't know the Reddit, uh, nice guys, it's usually just like pictures of like screenshots, screenshots of of like cringy things from quote unquote nice guys. Not really like stories or anything, just cringy posts from weirdos. Yeah. So this one reads, perhaps the solution is for all of those lonely men to actually have girlfriends and wives. Then those women will have the emotional support they need. And the way women can contribute to enacting this solution is to stop having sex with alpha slash player types. Those kind of guys who are fucking six other girls at the same time. And maybe start paying a little bit more attention to the lonely but good-hearted men who have been trying to court them. (laughs) This is how the one-man, one-woman rule of the patriarchy kept things stable for so long. Oh, my God. When 10 women can't all fuck one dude nine of them will have to find another dude. See how that works? Feminism is a major factor creating the modern dating desert that men are dying of, and you can't achieve liberation for yourself and then not give a crap about others and then expect your liberation to be stable. (laughs) Uh, What the fuck? Just the worst thing I've ever read. Oh my God. This dude's just like, uh, yeah, I need a woman to have to date me because I can't find one by by myself because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god! Other guys, stop, stop that, yeah. stop it. Also, who cares if a girl wants to fuck whoever she wants? Like, it's yeah. her body. She can do whatever. Like, could you imagine a world where a woman told this dude, "You have to fuck who I tell you to"? Uh, like, it would not go over well. <laughs> so. 
Why does he expect hey, the same for women? My boy is down bad. Bad. Down bad. <laughs> Hello, bro. bad. Oh. Bro, I've never seen anything so oh, cringe, bro. This, this I was reading the, this like, this is like those fucking tweets. Batman could not beat this information out of me. If I ever <laughs> thought about this, nobody could ever beat me down enough to admit that I ever thought of this. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. ain't no way he typed it all out, read it and was like, yeah, yeah this, shit, this shit's this shit some fucking internet. philosophical this shit's, a, <laughs> this shit's a banger, bro. This All dude, these girls need to stop fucking that one hot guy and then date me. Oh my god. People need <laughs> to get necessity. hobbies. People need hobbies. This is the definition of an incel. Right here. This is like this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the definition. Um, but I assume you're not done. I haven't heard anything about trees yet. No, that was it. Oh, did he just title it like that? What? No, I don't know why he titled it like that. There's more, Sean. Probably check and see if there's next another picture somewhere. Oh there's no, more. there is more. <laughs> I was gonna say, can't have ended. Here we go, guys. Part two to the worst oh, thing God. I've ever read. Society is an ecosystem. <laughs> Certain things need to happen in order for there to be balance. We wouldn't say that the trees owe us oxygen, but still, we need it. <laughs> And if they were to stop, we'd all die. Is this acting? Yeah, entitled? you won't die if you don't get sex, you fucking idiot. Men and idiots. women. <laughs> That's the difference. Men and women are complementary opposites, and we need each other to be mentally and spiritually and even physically healthy. You might not have noticed this need because you are a female, and hence you have the quote-unquote power. What? You can have sex anytime you want within 24 hours, but how many men go 24 oh, years without it? My God. <laughs> hey, oh, I'll this motherfucker. No. That man could not Down. beat me. Bad. Bad enough, dude. Okay, it's not over. It's not over. There's one more. There's one more. What fucking world is he living in? This backwards, upside down fucking moron. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, have you ever stopped to think what that's like? Ever put yourself in our shoes? I'm sure the word empathy factors centrally in your quote unquote world view. So have you ever thought about maybe applying it to oh us nice guys? fucking God. I already know. Oh, I, already I thought know it could have get worse. Man said, man said, women can have sex anytime you want within 24 hours. How many men go 24 <laughs> years without it? He put Dude. years in all caps, man. Oh, like, shit. Anyone can have oh, sex fuck. at any point. If you go on a Tinder app, you, can, you swipe, hey, you'll find someone that'll have sex with you. Uh, not always. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> Not this guy, I don't. If you're this a guy, decent I human being, let me can. change that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like correction, he probably just has these like I don't know. I want to call them standards, but they're probably just you know disgusting. He's like, oh, I only want to date a, a quote unquote hot girl and, and, or have sex with a hot girl. And like, he's just so disgusting in his thoughts uh, and like, and so backwards. Like yeah. he thinks women have the power. It's very clearly been a male dominated oh, society mm -hmm. from like, oh, God damn. Forever. Forever. It's for the longest is. fucking time. It's going back to that. Yeah. yeah. 
He's successful the patriarchy yeah. was. Like, I'm like, uh, I already know this fool smells of fucking monster and Slim Jims. Like, oh he's my a fucking God. This touch guy grass. Has, Holy like, shit. Zero Naked personality dude. whatsoever. Bro, just say <laughs> you're the most boring fucking guy in the world and just say that. You ain't got to go Bro. all this about trees giving oxygen and women, you know, they need to fuck you. Bro. Just grow a damn personality. Oh, God damn, yeah. you're horrible. <laughs> and have empathy and treat women like people instead of like your property. That you, like, yeah. And that is why no one's fucked you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Last story. Oh my God. Did we go ham on that guy too much? <laughs> no, no. They're not enough, <laughs> if anything. Truly. TikTok won't let us post that for sure. Nah, nah, but- <laughs> that's bullying. That's harassment that we're doing. Bro. This is from r slash T-I-F-U, which stands for Today I Fucked Up. Today I Fucked Up. Today I Fucked Up by Almost Fucking My Husband to Death. <laughs> and that sounds like this, a good day. That's what I'm fucking saying. All right. So <laughs> this, this the, the previous guy would never know. He'll no. never, he'll, he'll never he'll fucking die up. before he has sex. Uh, <laughs> women can have sex within 24 hours. I haven't had sex in 24 years. <laughs> Have y'all seen, uh, this is like an old TikTok account. He doesn't post anymore, but uh, I think his name is TP baby or some shit like that. Some like he'd make skits. He made a skit where he was like at the doctor's office and he was like, so are you sexually active? And then he goes, oh no. And then the doctor goes, damn, you ain't getting no bitches yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) But also, like, to think of it another way, like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, you shouldn't define your worth or other people's worth based on if they have sex or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if, look, like, he's 24 virgin. That's cool. Like, sure. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But don't fucking go begging for sex and the patriarchy because yeah. you're not. If you if you choose to be a virgin, that's I mean, I was a virgin until I got married. Respect. I chose to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I could have been fucking this whole time. <laughs> Lord knows, probably not, to be honest. But <laughs> not I still made the conscious dick. decision. Yeah, not with my micro dick. <laughs> but I made the conscious decision to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I also wasn't going on nice guys fucking Blaming posting this everything. shit. Blaming right. everything. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, these are yeah. the people that think that way. And then so they think, oh, I haven't had sex, so I'm lesser than. But then on the same coin, they're tearing down men who have sex with women. Like they're like, oh, these alpha bros who are banging. You have no idea. Like you're just making up a person in your mind that is having sex with lots of women. Did John's computer behind him turn on by itself? It did. Yeah. That's scary. You're haunted. (laughs) Check the YouTube if you if you wanted to see that. But that was scary. What the fuck? (laughs) A dude said, "Move on to the next story." (laughs) It's the guy. He's like, "Stop talking about me." (laughs) He's hacked into your computer. God. Oh shit. Okay. So this happened about two months ago, shortly before Valentine's Day. This story is best told in two acts. Since we're kind of running low on time, I'm going to give the too long didn't read version of the first act. Okay. But essentially her best friend got a divorce. So she took her best friend to the zoo where they were doing a promotion where you could name a cockroach after your ex. Uh, Okay. Uh, So they bought one for her best friend. And then she was like, well, I'll join in on the fun. I'll buy a roach too. And then named it after her ex-boyfriend. Okay. And when she was doing that, she was like, I wonder how he's doing. Went onto his Instagram and accidentally followed him. Oh. (laughs) She immediately freaked out, unfollowed, but 
30 minutes later, he followed her. Uh, I hate to hear that. Uh, yeah, I hate to hear that. Um, that's when you she block freaked him. Out. Yeah, that's when you block. That's when she freaked out and then called her husband and admitted everything. He just laughed and then jokingly asked if he would like her to go back and like an ex's photo so they could both be embarrassed. She said, no, no worries. That's a funny bit. All right, here we go. This one I'll read. Act two, the second and literal fuck up. Despite my husband's acceptance and forgiveness, I still felt very guilty. I mean, he's a reasonable adult man who is almost 30 and is not intimidated by a guy I broke up with in my senior year of high school. But I still felt stupid for even bothering to look up my ex's profile in the first place. To make it up to my husband, I started rubbing his back and kissing him, pulling him away from the game he was playing. Before long, we are full on making out. We are both having a great time. He starts breathing heavily and I think I'm really turning him on. That's where... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's where the fuck up comes in. Oh. I forgot one crucial detail in my brilliant plan to demonstrate my love and devotion to my dear, sweet husband. We are both dealing with a case of COVID. Oh, we're both vaccinated and I'd already had it once. So my case was relatively mild and I was mostly just on the mend by that point. However, my husband has asthma and a history of respiratory infections. Oh. So he had a much more severe case. <laughs> oh, so he wasn't like heavy breathing. <laughs> but dude, good dying. shit. Dying. Dying. Like, diet. <laughs> <laughs> he like, I'm heavy breathing. I can't <laughs> breathe. <laughs> he wasn't just breathing heavily because he was turned on. <laughs> he was breathing heavily because he wasn't getting enough oxygen while we were lip locked. Nevertheless. No. As the dutiful and horny husband that he is, he persisted on without telling me that he was starting to get lightheaded. Bro, my fucking guy, bro. Like, any means necessary. What a trooper. He's like, I will suffocate to, to have sex to get pleasure this. my wife. Death by snoo snoo. What he a kept, man. He kept having to stop and come up for air. I thought, I thought at first he was just prolonging the experience and... Uh, Truly taking it all in. But later, he told me he was pausing when he started to get too dizzy and he couldn't keep going anymore. Oh, no, dude. My guy was lost in the south. (laughs) Finally, we both finish and he is still breathing very, very hard. I said, babe, are you okay? He said, yeah, well, no, not really. I, I have tunnel vision and I can't really feel my hands or feet. Oh, my God. I say, oh my gosh, what do you need? And he says, do you think you could get my inhaler? He sits down on the floor. I get his inhaler and I sit down next to him thinking, I cannot take this man to the hospital because we had COVID sex (laughs) and I gave him an asthma attack. This cannot be happening. He continues to use his inhaler and do some deep breathing, which starts to bring feeling back to his hands and toes. The first thing he says to me is, so round two? Uh, oh my I guy. S- guy. I say absolutely fucking not. And then he says, <laughs> as John has predicted twice already, death by snoo snoo. <laughs> nice. To hey. which I reply, no. Yeah, that's a Shit. good call. You could have sex after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the over after COVID. You, beat COVID. Yeah. you gave him you gave him asthma. 
tell you that <laughs> shit. But that would be a great story if uh, if one day you're naming a cockroach after your ex-husband because he passed away from Snoop Snoop. <laughs> Bro, if that was me and that's how I died, I'd want it on my tombstone. Oh, yeah. Death by Snoop Snoop. Bro, ain't no better way to I, go out, bro. I would bring back Dumbfound Dead for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we had to do this one, guys. We had That's to a do great it. one. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Damn. Oh, man. Good for you, All guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good for y'all, man. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we get back, we'll have a listener submitted story and this day in history, if my laptop allows. Wicked maniacs. It's going to be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier. Days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. And we're back. What's up, Wikimaniacs? All right, so this was submitted. Uh, They didn't say if this was their story or a story they submitted from Reddit or something. So for that case, I won't say their name, just in case this is a story about them. And this one is a doozy. Now that Wade versus Roe has been overturned, my husband has told me if I'm pregnant, it is my own fault. What? What? According to him, I should be responsible because I'm the one that initiates the sex. Even though I bought condoms right by our nightstand, he said that I should have bought the day after pill or insisted on not having sex at all. Oh my God. God, this dude sucks. Holy shit. This guy is the definition of those fuckers who are like, I want to control a woman's body and what they do with it. Fuck this guy. This is why I'm like, I'm borderline like, I hope this is fake because like, ain't no way somebody's like this. I I can't even process this shit right now. What the? Yes. Does he not have a a sex works? Like it's two people hopefully consensually having sex. And so even if she initiates it and you consent to having sex with her, uh, it's a 50, 50, my guy, like (laughs) that's a a shared condoms. Like, yeah. And and she has condoms. So, uh, fucking wear them. You dumb piece of shit. Yeah. He says, since I'm the only one that pays the consequences, I should take the responsibility. Even though we both don't want to have any more kids. That's right. They have kids already. He says he does not have time for a vasectomy. What? Since my body has reacted negatively to most female contraceptives, 
I asked him to get a vasectomy and he said he does not have time for that. I have already had an abortion once and I told him I would not do it again. And now legally I can't because of where I live. But when I refuse to have sex with him, he makes me feel bad. Fuck this guy. Oh, I'm fuck considering. This fuck Holy oh shit. God. This this guy he, the cut worst. his dick off. He doesn't need it. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> like, fuck me. Yeah. Holy shit. That is so fucked. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Like it takes literally a day to get a vasectomy. Like you just go to the hospital, you get a vasectomy. It probably is sore ice, for a week. And then you just. Your little shit. And, and like it is the least you can fucking do for your wife who has carried your children, who has, uh, I mean, dealt with your shit by the sounds of it and who you're threatening that if she gets, she gets pregnant, she's responsible for that kid in a place where she can't legally do what she wants to do with her body. If she has a kid, like if she gets pregnant, that is so fucked on so many fucking levels. Imagine all the other surface shit that this guy is trying to control. It's probably not even just in the bedroom, probably every other aspect of their, Sean, this is probably the maddest I've been in this episode. Uh, <laughs> this is payback. No, like I was, I was tearing up while reading it because I was like, I really hope this isn't fucking yeah. real because this is, this is true evil. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, this How is do you not have up. time for a fucking vasectomy? Even on top of that, if you don't want a vasectomy, then just be okay with not having fucking sex. But even, like, even still, I don't know why vasectomies like are a bad. Thing. Look, I did research on it myself to see if that's like something I want to pursue. Yeah. If if I ever have kids uh, and I'm like at the point where I'm like, I don't want any more kids. That's the first oh, thing I'm, I'm going to do. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Fuck that. Oh yeah. First I, I, I don't want like my girlfriend or wife in a situation where we would have to consider abortion. You know what I mean? Not that yeah. I'm against abortion, but just like it, it's a, tr- it's still an emotionally and traumatic experience yeah. and I wouldn't want to put yeah. anyone through that. It pays that. a toll. So if it avoided then. Exactly. I'll, yeah, I'll do everything I can not? to avoid it. And that's the issue with society today is a lot of men aren't willing to go through the processes to try and avoid it. And then they put the responsibility on women and then they prevent the women from making the choices that they want to make with their body. And it's like, okay, so this is just a control thing. There's literally no other reason to go about this. And it's so fucking upsetting. Uh, I, I hate I, to say I, it, but I there are oh, two more sentences. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, God. No, huh? you're good. Uh, it gets worse. <sighs> I hate reading this. Uh, I'm considering a divorce since I feel like he does not care for me or my body. He told me once before that he doesn't want to get a vasectomy in case he wants to have children with someone else in the future. What? what? But, but since we already have three kids, parentheses, we have one together and two are mine from a previous marriage, he doesn't want any more with me. Oh, He says, I am overreacting because I told him I want a divorce if he really thinks like that. Bro. Am I overreacting? No. And all I have to say is if this, if this is real, fucking run. Leave this get, dude, take him dude. for child support and fucking get out of there. Like, get the fuck out of there. That guy is like, he's going to cheat on you. He's basically just oh, admitted it. He's basically told you already. He plans on it. Yeah. So record everything you can and leave and take this to a lawyer who will like get you a good, a good child support paycheck because you fucking deserve it. Um, this is the most toxic relationship we've probably talked about. One of them anyway, that we've talked about on the show. And that is so fucked up of him to do that. And it pains me that people like this exist. I, I really am like sincerely hoping that this is fake. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're a listener and this is actually your story, please let us know you're okay. 
we just want to know if you're okay. Like you ain't got to give us no updates or nothing. Just let us know that God, I hope you've escaped that situation because I do not ever want to wish that on anybody. Like, holy shit. It sounds like you're in a red state. So if you're in Texas, blink twice, I'll fly down. We'll, we'll deal with them. <laughs> we'll go, yeah, we'll honestly, go together. <laughs> if this guy is like, if he's real, I would no hesitation fight this. Yeah. Guy. Line him up in front of Greg Abbott. Like, dude, <laughs> I'll not, it, it could be both of them against me at the same yeah. time. I don't know if I'll win, but I'll fucking have fun. I'll, I'll tag oh, yeah. team with you, dude. I'll, <laughs> we'll get in there. I'll be talking shit in the background. Just like that works. rallying everyone. Yeah. yeah, I got you guys. Yeah, dude. dude, this is just, this is why laws like this pass because people like this get into power and pass laws that prevent women from doing what they want with their body. And it's so sickening that, that this, this is like, it's 2022. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, it just, it makes me so sad. This is, this is one year, huh? We didn't start out like <laughs> yeah, this, we're going guys. Out this story. This yeah. didn't start like this. What the fuck? Yeah, we were a comedy podcast. We talked so about we got oh some God. real life shit. Our, remember your first uh, episode? It was about Aswang and your first joke was about dick butts. No, 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 no. Sean's first episode was uh, John Cena and Randy. Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orr having sex. <laughs> Having consensual, amazing sex yeah. about cookies. Yeah. Yes. With, without cookie, with cookies. Yeah. With, with cookies. cookies. It was cookie yeah. play. Um, yeah, I don't know how we got uh, here, but uh, happy one year, guys. Love happy it. one year. year. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, this is my first bummer uh, story, but when I was reading it, I was like, we got to No. You know, uh, this was this was directly to us. So it wasn't like I found this on Reddit. This was sent to us. So I was like, if at anything, like if this is real, we got to talk about it. So that's what obviously this is a listener. So like if this is real, please, this is your story. Let us like, know if you're okay. truly like get out and yeah. like, let us know if there's any way we can help. I hope you have a good this is fucked. support system. And yeah, like, like you said, Sean, this is the stories that need to be told during this time so that people can realize how fucked up it is that these laws are created, like pushing women into these situations. So uh, is as angry and as sad as it makes me, I'm glad we're talking about it and giving it a platform yes. because uh, yep. these stories do need to be heard. Do better, men. I would fight. I, no hesitation. <laughs> if someone pointed and was like, this is him. That's the guy. Like, All right. Fucking bet. Fucking <laughs> <Like a> bet, bro. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, for real though, like we've said it a lot, but if this is for real, your real story that you sent this to, and you know, if you sent it, uh, I ha we have your name, reach out. I don't know what we could do to help, but if we'll we can't, like, we'll, we'll at least like find sources that we can yeah. link you to. Yeah, we have yeah. a list of resources that we can send uh, if you need, or or our Wikimaniacs can send because they're all yeah. fucking great ass people. They'll they'll know somebody that knows somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, with that being said, all right. What uh, happened in history to today, Sean? <laughs> to this day in history, what a I we I did a classic thing for Sean and saying that this will be like a 30, 40 minute episode. Nope. We're an hour and five minutes yep. in. So shout out to Alex from the Weird Distractions podcast. Yes. Thank you again. Go check out Weird Distractions. Please do. All right. back Wikimaniacs to This Day in History, a series where we take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day throughout history. Today's date is August 1st, 2022. Take a deep breath, sit back and relax as we go back 248 years to discuss one of the biggest advances 
in our understanding of life and science as we know it. Before we actually get into that big advance, we gotta talk about the person behind it. That person's name is Joseph Priestley. Our boy Joseph was born sometime in March in 1733 within Bristol, Yorkshire, England. By 16, Joseph was considering becoming a minister, but someone or something had bigger plans for him. Joseph reportedly became very sick around this time, and he truly believed that he was dying. He did recover from his illness. However, he strayed away from becoming a minister, and he spent his time, according to Wikipedia, supposedly studying mathematics, natural philosophy, logic, and metaphysics through the works of folks such as John Locke. By 1752, he returned to his theological studies and eventually wrote a book. He would continue to bring in an income by teaching, tutoring, and preaching. By his mid to late 30s, he was fairly established and married. He basically seemed to be doing well for himself, but what he stumbled upon would change everything. To explain this, here's a direct quote from the American Chemical Society website. On August 1st, 1774, Joseph conducted his most famous experiment. Using a 12-inch wide glass burning lens, he focused sunlight on a lump of reddish mercuric oxide in an inverted glass container placed in a pool of mercury. The gas emitted, he found, was quote, five or six times as good as common air. In succeeding tests, it caused a flame to burn intensely and kept a mouse alive about four times as long as a similar quality of air. According to the On This Day website, Joseph called this air deflogisticated air, and his findings enabled French scientist Antoine Lavoisier to discover its role in combustion and name it oxygen in 1778. Joseph apparently assembled his oxygen experiment onto paper, amongst others, into the second volume of Experiments and Observations on Air, which would be published in 1776. According to research, Joseph didn't necessarily state his discovery of deflogisticated air, leaving it to part three of the volume. Because of this, amongst other things, some historians believe that Swedish chemist Carl Scheel actually discovered oxygen. Carl reportedly did this by heating potassium nitrate, mercuric oxide, along with other substances. Nonetheless, Joseph had made a very important discovery, but alas, Joseph would have his final breath at age 70 of February 6, 1804. And that Wikimaniacs is what happened on August 1st, 1774. Today's breath of fresh air wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. American Chemical Society, Wikipedia, Encyclopedia Britannica, and On This Day. Oh, I forgot to mention all of the stories that I found on Reddit had oxygen. That was the word. Oh. Uh, whoops. <laughs> forgot to mention that because the <laughs> listener submitted story was sad yeah. and traumatic as fuck. Got me uh, Yeah. Got all of us. I mean, I cried a little bit. So, but yeah, that's it. Almost one year with you guys Ooh. and one year with the Wikimaniacs. This wasn't as much a celebration as our live show will be, which I should have promoted at the top of the show because fuck me. I'm <laughs> no one's idiot. listening to this uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, no one's, everyone's gone. But if you are still here 
August 10th on wherever you stream, YouTube we're going to be only. streaming it's YouTube a live only. show. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's YouTube only because Twitch fucking sucks ass. Uh, hey, so does everywhere else. Yeah, Fuck it's all you, about Twitch. YouTube, baby. Fuck you, Twitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be streaming a live show to celebrate our one year anniversary exclusively on YouTube. Bam. Because uh, that's where the homies are. All the, all the Wicked Maniacs are on YouTube. All you guys commenting. So thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you then and probably before then on our regular episodes. But <laughs> I was going to say we have one yeah, more. Epi- one, yeah, we two got more. one more episode. We got two more episodes. Two more, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to Am I the Asshole and, and then John's another next Monday, Monday one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you for sticking <laughs> with us for a year. Yeah. Thank you guys. So much yeah. different versions. Yeah, we've yeah. done like six different versions of Reddit on Wiki. I think we finally think found a groove. Found one yeah. that found you guys like. So it only took us a year. Yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, hey, to be fair, that's pretty good. It took us till like April. That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. honestly, this is, you know, I never humble brag about numbers because I barely look at them. But according to Josh and John, we're. Pretty damn close to two hundred thousand in less than a year, and that is considering I've we've all had other podcasts that were not nearly close to this. Not, not even close. close. Pretty <laughs> remarkable. Pretty fucking remarkable. Yeah. And uh, you know, thank you guys truly for listening to this show. We have a blast making it, even though I constantly say I hate this shit. Uh, <laughs> I truly do love it, and yeah. Thank you guys so much. Uh, this is way over an hour, and nobody's listening. But if you are, just know I appreciate you. We love Uh-oh. you. Yeah, the, it's been an amazing year, and uh, I'm hoping year two just keeps bringing more success and long goals. Hopefully, we can make this full time thing, and that'd be super cool. Um, Hopefully, so that's uh, then we could rag on who we truly want to rag on, <laughs> yeah. guys. We're being held back currently. We are. We are being held <laughs> yeah. back by the chains of we have to Society. work nine capitalism. to five. Of capitalism. <laughs> by the chains of capitalism. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you if you ever want to see us work with anybody else, please please tag them and tag us because we, we just want to keep we can growing. Reach out. We can reach out, of course, but you know, like it, it it means more when the fans demand it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys help, help us help us get uh, to like connect because you know if we reach out, you know that's one thing. But if fans are clamoring for it, for no, you know, I'm gonna do it's it. It's only gonna I'm gonna start oh, reaching okay, out to mind. podcasts and I'm gonna say, hey, would you like to collab with us, Morgan see, from truly, Two Hot Takes? Truly. Oh wow! Ooh, that's a big show, buddy. That might be our that might be our like Mount Everest, Mount Everest. <laughs> of guests yeah. if we ever have her on. That'd be super cool. But uh, oh, I, have, cool. I have my dream guests that I'd want. Like uh, I'll, I'll shoot my shot too. Shits and gigs. Shout out shits and gigs. You guys are hilarious. Yeah, and and I have my dream guest. Uh, are we not saying our dream guest? <laughs> you guys are just leaving it very vague. Yeah, shout out Ryan <laughs> from Shots and Thoughts. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He'd be a pretty hard guy to get on here. I would like Ryan on the podcast. I think he'd yeah. be good. You just want another Canadian. True. Totally I don't know. Over. No one's listening to this shit anymore. <laughs> hey, if you made it to this point, this is just us fucking talking. And uh, we'll, we'll cut it short soon. Who knows how much of this actually even makes it to the cut. I just cut it all. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.